Acceptance was replaced by rejection. Therefore, we have a need to belong. That is a quote from Neil Anderson's book, Victory Over the Darkness. Join me this week as I start the best self-esteem program series ever. Hi, and welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. So excited that you are joining me for part one in the series. We are going to be talking about the power of our identity in Christ these next three weeks. Knowing your identity as a child of God is essential to a walk of freedom and victory in Christ. This week, we will unpack the truth of our acceptance in Christ. I personally believe that one of the biggest things that keeps us from walking in victory on a day to day basis is not understanding or believing who we are in Christ and our true identity. As you allow the Holy Spirit to talk to you this week, kick unbelief to the curb and boldly walk in the truth of who you are as a child of God. First, we have to go back and revisit what exactly happened to us when Adam and Eve gave in to sin in the Garden of Eden if we are to recover from its effects in our personal lives. God created each one of us with a need for belonging, both to him and with one another. But instead of feeling like we belong, we fight the feelings of rejection that bombard us moment by moment by those we love and come in contact with. All this week, we are going to pray and talk about what the Bible says about how we are accepted as a child of God. Meditating on the truths of the Bible and choosing to believe them is the beginning of unraveling the effects of sin in the garden. If you have children who have received Christ as their Savior, it is essential that you disciple them in these principles of identity, as well as the Lordship that we talked about last week. When our children know who they are, it will give them the tools they need to walk in freedom and victory in Christ. If you haven't subscribed to our prayer tribe, head over to RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org and subscribe and join a growing global community of prayer warriors who are praying these principles every week over their children. So let's get started. One of the very first things we must realize is how much we look for belonging and acceptance through other people. The Bible says in John chapter 1 verse 12, but to all who believed in him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. One of the consequences of the fall of mankind in the garden was the feelings of rejection that bombard us on a daily basis. The reason you feel rejection so deeply is because God created you with a deep need for belonging and acceptance both to him and to others. Constantly looking for that belonging and acceptance from others without first being completely rooted in God's acceptance for you will leave you thrashing around from person to person looking for the proverbial pat on the back. When you believe in Jesus and accept him, you have the just or legal permission 
privilege, and authority to be his child. You are fully and completely accepted by him, never to be rejected. He will never leave you or forsake you. You are his child. You belong to him. Until you fully understand you are accepted and belong to God, you will struggle harder with rejection than you need to. Do you believe that you are fully and completely accepted by God exactly the way you are? Here's something to believe as a child of God, and that is we are one with him. 1 Corinthians 6.17 says, But the person who is joined to the Lord is one in spirit with him. Have you ever had a relationship with someone that was so close that you could finish each other's sentences? That's exactly the relationship Jesus wants to have with you. And according to the Bible, you are one in spirit with him. So why do you struggle so much not feeling like you are what the Bible says you are, one in spirit with God? First and foremost, you probably don't believe it. Unbelief is what kept a whole generation of people from enjoying the promised land. And unbelief is what keeps you from enjoying fully the feelings of acceptance and belonging you have in Christ. Second, you probably don't take the time. Relationships take work and your relationship with Jesus will take a daily commitment to grow closer and stronger. The closer you walk with him in obedience, the more feelings of acceptance and belonging to him will grow. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 12, 27, all of you together are Christ's body and each of you is a part of it. Did you know that God created you with a people-shaped void? It's true there is a God-shaped void in all of us that can only be filled by God himself. However, God made it very clear that he has created each one of us with a void for relationship with one another that he won't fill when he said it was not good for man to be alone. When we have an intimate personal relationship with God, it sets us up to have an intimate personal relationship with one another. John Ortberg, in his book, Everybody's Normal Till You Get to Know Them, When he was talking about the human-shaped void, this is what he said. Sometimes in church circles, when people feel lonely, we will tell them not to expect too much from human relationships. There is inside every human being a God-shaped void that no other person can fill. That is true. But apparently, according to the writer of Genesis, God creates inside this man a kind of human-shaped void that God himself will not fill. I don't know about you, but when I first realized that truth, it set me free to fully and deeply engage in the relationships God has placed around me. It was so freeing. But the relationships we have with one another will be hard if we don't have an intimate relationship with Jesus. Our place of belonging and acceptance must first come from who we are in Christ. Then, having a paradigm shift of how your position changed when you became a follower of Jesus is necessary. Here's what Paul calls the believers in the church in Ephesus in Ephesians 1.1. Listen to this. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God to the saints who are at Ephesus and who are faithful in Christ Jesus. Did you know that believers are never referred to as sinners in the New Testament? Only those who had not yet become believers are referred to as sinners. 
As a believer in Jesus, you are considered a saint redeemed by God's grace. However, if you are still walking around believing you are a sinner, guess what you are going to do? You will sin. Believing that you are a saint does not mean that you don't occasionally sin. However, it does mean that your position has changed before God. If you believe what the word says about you as a saint, you will act accordingly because you cannot act contrary to what you believe. Believing what the Bible says is true about you will make all the difference in how you see yourself. And this is probably the best news of all. We are rescued from spiritual darkness. Colossians 1.14 says, For he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins. Darkness. It's partial or total absence of light according to the dictionary. Have you ever thought about what spiritual darkness is? Spiritual darkness is living separated from God. Without the life of the Holy Spirit living within you, you are living in spiritual darkness. Spiritual darkness is like walking around at night in a cave without any light at all. That's how dark it is. You can't see where you're going or what obstacles are around the corner. And worse yet, you can't understand or discern the things of God. God loves you so much. He came to rescue you from spiritual darkness and transfer you into his kingdom, which is light. When you are walking in the kingdom of light, your spiritual eyes can see what's up ahead and just around the corner. You are living in a spiritually dead, dark world, and God's light is what helps you navigate through it. You are completely forgiven and redeemed by Jesus and rescued from the darkness. Are you walking in the kingdom of light or are you groping around in darkness? I hope that these words today have been words of life to your soul. Knowing that you are fully and completely accepted by God anchors you relationally. When our relationship with God is free from feelings of rejection, it gives us the courage to love others unconditionally. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you so much that I am fully and completely accepted by you. Thank you that you love us no matter what. That, Lord Jesus, you have transferred us from the darkness and into the light. That, Lord God, everything the word says about us is true as your children. Lord, thank you for what transacted when we asked Jesus, when we asked you to come and live in our lives, that we believed in you and we received you as Lord of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.